Hi everyone, my name is Derek and today we're going to be talking about mercury in the nervous system. First, we've got to know what mercury is. Mercury is the chemical element of atomic number 80, a heavy silvery white metal which is liquid at ordinary temperatures. It's also called silver sometimes. The disorder of mercury in the nervous system is when your body absorbs too much mercury. Mercury affects the central nervous system, aka the CNS, and the peripheral nervous system, aka the PNS. And according to ncbi.gov, mercury exposure, even at low doses, affects endothelial and cardiovascular function. Mercury affects the microtubules that transport important sodium ions that are important to the neuron function. Neurons operate by different channels op- opening in their cell body. When mercury built, binds to the SH group, it also messes with the signaling of multiple rece- receptors and blocks the calcium ion channels in the neurons. The, normal's brain, the normal brain's neuron has an area where synapses happen. This indicates the change between each neuron to keep the signal going. And mercury binds to those important proteins needed for this and messes a lot of stuff up. The differences between a normal looking brain and a brain affected by mercury are actually quite vast. A regular brain is, uh, tends to be larger and has a lot less uh, definitive color. It's, it's usually white or pink. But a brain affected by mercury, in this case, is smaller and discolored most times brown. Symptoms of this disorder are muscle weakness, metallic taste in the mouth, nausea and vomiting, lack of motor skills, feeling uncoordinated, and inability to feel the hands or face and other areas, changes in vision and hearing, speech, difficulty breathing, difficulty walking or standing straight, and mercury can also affect a child's growth. Children can show impaired motor skills, problem thinking, problem solving difficulties, learning to speak, understanding language, issues with hand-eye coordination, and being physically unaware of their surroundings. As far as treatment goes, there are not many ways to treat mercury in the brain. There is, however, called a thing called chelation therapy. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. Chelation, chelation, ooh. This therapy uses drugs that bind some heavy metals in the bloodstream and leave the body when you decide to go pee. Other than that, you are required to leave the area you are getting the mercury from. Prognosis is not good at all, and mercury is very dangerous and hard to get rid of. It causes permanent brain damage and or mild retardation. Now, mercury is not prejudiced. It'll affect me, you, women, children, men of all races, all of the above. Now, depending on your career choice and the area you work, you may be exposed to more mercury. Some cool cool facts that I learned along the way is that mercury shrinks your brain, mercury is found in the Earth's crust, and when coal burns, it releases mercury. When mercury is burned at coal power plants, it releases an unnatural amount into the atmosphere, U.S. has incorporated 40% more mercury into the air by coal power plants alone. Mercury poisoning is not fun. It it deposits at your nerve endings and causes mild retardation, as as I have just said. 
all in all, if you were no, if you are someone or yeah, if you or someone that you know is around Mercury, your best bet would be to get out of that area. So like let's say you're in the coal power plant, you actually inhale it more than what your body will would absorb it through if it was in its liquid state on your hands or skin. Your best bet would be to leave that line of work. Put your don't even put a two week, two weeks notice in. Just quit the job and go on with your life because causing permanent damage to yourself is not as does not mean as much as that job. I guarantee you. My name is Derek. I'd like to thank you again for coming and listening to this podcast. I'll see you later. Bye.